What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to yet another episode of God Faded Japan, and I'm Johnny. Maddie B. Mm. Elliot. Well, oh, you, you jumped the gun. What? <laughs> gun. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, faders, God Faded Japan's about two dudes booze. Japan in the news. That's right, this is episode number... 268. Two motherfucking hundred in episode 68. Yep. In that weird order. <laughs> in that weird, bizarre order, as we say in Got Fed in Japan. And we are here with a special guest. Yes. I, I wonder who it is. <laughs> Elliot, you got that much. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot. Excellent. Elliot, thank you for being here. Thank My you pleasure. Very much. Thanks for inviting me. We've been me. talking about it for a while. Thank you, thank you. Elliot, play, uh, you're the lead, right, in Entrada? Uh, yeah, yeah, lead yeah. singer, guitarist. And do you write the songs? Uh, yeah, we're kind of, yeah, in a way. In a way. <laughs> With the group. Sure. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Eat the mic, gentlemen. Eat Merry the mic. Christmas. Yes. Oh, we're doing Hi. good. It's fine. It's fine on the fine? headphones. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So oh. here we go. Mm. Well, well then. Well, how about this? We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot of amazing news stories. I mean, we've got so much goddamn news, it's fucking freaking me out. Merry so, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy Blissness. It's all great here. Happy holidays. Yes, yes, yes. So why don't we fucking uh, fire off this POW. After the POW, we're going to move forward to our interview, and then we're going to do it. See, this is what happened. We just don't prepare. We just, we just shoot from the fly. Shoot from, from the, the hip. From the hip. Shoot from the hip. From the fly yeah, we, hip. We've we, we worked on from the, the fly cop. from mm. the hip. Mm. We shoot the fly on your hip. That's right. <laughs> we shoot the fly off your hip. That sounds like a good thing. Like, yeah, right, I got you. Yeah. You're not going to die soon, but you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, totally. So so what do we got here, Maddie B? You picked the uh, picked yes. POW? Yeah, this POW comes to us from Mana Hardcore. No um, way. Mana um, Hardcore. Yeah, she sent me a, a one of those Japanese cases. Of uh, these beers, she sent you a case. Yeah, she sent me a fucking case of beer wow. for playing for drums in her band. Yeah, wow! It came by the 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 mail. I just opened up this giant box of fucking beer. That's a great gift. And uh, so we got to yeah. say thanks to Mountain Hardcore for Mana this Hardcore. is the Suntory, the Premium Malt Master's Dream. The Master Bat what? The Master's Dream. <laughs> the, the Master Bat dream. dream. Yeah, the <laughs> Master, Master Brewer's Dream. Brought to life an unprecedented harmony of heritage and innovation. Oh, you cunt. In flavor. Oh, you cunt. Actually, you should just say that. <laughs> that was a translation issue. Oh, you cunt. I, I just, the, the type is a little bit hard to read <laughs> in, in this in this lighting that we have. I like mm. all you cunt much better. Yeah. Was that a kanji on the bottle or something? There's some kanji, the, but the it just kanji. I think it just says, like, no yume, and that must be, like, the kanji for master in mm. this case, which I can only read the word for house. I'm not sure what the, uh, some sort of bottle shit. But anyways... The master's dream. Bottle shit. Cheers, mm. motherfuckers. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. For s- smells like beer. Typical yeah, beer. It smells <laughs> yeah. like mm. beer. Yeah, it looks like beer. that rich aroma of hops and... Sometimes liquid. we're articulate. Mm. All right, well, yeah, it looks great. Let's give it a go. I'm not drinking that, by the way. I've got this my separate bottle. I'm going to hear your opinion on it. You have to drink it together, man. Oh, yeah, cheers. All right. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Mm. Oh, it's lighter than the one I've got. Yeah, it's actually it's like a it's like a Japanese lager pilsner, but mm. it has a bit more of the zinc to it. There's a yeah. bit more depth of the flavor. It's not I bad. Agree. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's a lager pilsner. 
I'd give like it. I'd give it a thumb up. You I'm know, not, there's not a lot. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say that it's blowing my mind. Medi B, it was free. It's fucking good. <laughs> but free or not, <laughs> you have to you mouth. have to main your objective take on mm. reviewing a beer. Otherwise, sure. you just are easily influenced by free shit. I am. <laughs> it is great. Yeah. <laughs> it was totally free. I love no, the it. The fact that it's free and there's just a big case of beers in my house is fucking awesome. Why the bottles? fuck are we doing the mm. podcast here at our sponsor, Gamuso? Yeah, Gamuso. <laughs> mm. It is nice. It's not. It's good. Like you could yeah. you could have six of those. No, I carry it to the one I'm already drinking, which is basically just a, a standard a Sapporo, Sapporo and a lager. Okay. Yeah. Well, me too. And if I compare like this beer to the Sapporo, I'm easily going to drink the Sapporo because the Sapporo is very smooth. It's easy to handle, easy to drink, and uh, there's no really sharp aftertaste. This one here has more of a sharp aftertaste. Like the master still tasting it. Has a sharper mm. aftertaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's okay. just a shot in the mouth. It just doesn't go away, right? Yeah, it lingers, no. definitely lingers. It lingers, definitely yeah. lingers. Oh. Mm. Forming mm. bubbles in the back of your mouth. Oh man. So, okay, we usually give one thumb up. We give Well, we give a chub, one thumb up, two thumbs up, or two thumbs up and a dick in the air. All I'm right. giving, and I agree with you, Maddie B. I'm giving it one thumb. One thumb. One thumb in the bum. It's definitely a beer. Mm. It's definitely a beer. What, what percentage is this? Oh. Can take a guess? Can take a guess? I think it's okay. five. I'll, I'll say six. I'm going to go for broke. Five. Five? five? Yeah. You went over. I, I went over. I win the prize. I jumped the gun. It's mine. Five, five, no, Sapporo's same. Five, yeah, five, 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 we fucking, you know, inbox zero. When you answer all the emails in your inbox, they call mm. that inbox zero. Inbox zero. Right? Office people. Mm -hmm. uh, last night, we were almost at Sapporo zero. Jesus Christ. Dude, isn't it weird that we both work here and this place is our sponsor? <laughs> is it kind of like a big circle? <laughs> like, we, we work, we get money, and then they give us money. Yeah, I guess. It's the circle of life. I it's see, a win-win. A lot of free beer. It, it gets yeah. in the way of our objective uh, you know, perspective, especially when we're working with news and news media. But fuck that. They're mm. our friends. Yeah, true that. Speaking of beers, here we go. Speaking of friends. Around. Yeah, speaking of friends. So, Elliot, you're mm. in a band. I am in a band, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, how long have you been doing music? Uh, I mean, I've been playing music <laughs> my whole life, really. But uh, this is my, maybe my, my, I would call it the second proper band I've been in. Mm -hmm. The last one lasted about seven years, so uh, that was a good run. And then I moved to Tokyo to start the new band. When okay, did you cool. move to Tokyo? I uh, moved here about, well, it'll be two years in February. Two years in February. Mm. And right. what, what was your project in, where were you in, you were in England? I was in England, I was in Brighton. Brighton, yeah. Okay. Where's Brighton? Brighton, so you've got London, let's go south to the sea, and you've got Brighton. Oh, okay. Is that where New Brighton is too? No, New Brighton's way up north near Liverpool. Oh, okay. but they got um, near Liverpool. Yeah, it's a very different place. Okay. But they uh, Brighton, they call it London by the Sea. It's like a little mm -hmm. taste of this kind of melting pot of culture and personalities and lifestyles, and it's all in a very small area, and it's a really cool place. Is it? I recommend going. Pissheads. Yeah, but then it's England, so there's, there's always going to be pissheads. What yeah. about like the music scene? Uh, well, Brighton's got a fantastic music scene. There's some really great bands that came out of there, like Maccabees and Blood Red Shoes. Uh, for example, um, so yeah, it's, it's got a great music scene. Uh, it's essentially what drew me there, really, because I was in university in London, and then I moved down to to be in a band again. Sure, that kind of dictates where I live. It seems 
So what your what, your what, band is called Entrada. The con- yeah, it's called Entrada. Yeah. My band now. Where do you play music? Sorry, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can mute you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah. Uh, Just answer that question, Johnny. The question was? Um, uh, Fucking... Why, why did you move to Why did you move to Tokyo? Well, I moved to Tokyo. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, oh, no, where do you play in Tokyo? Ah, well, uh, around, around. I mean, um, Hakamuso, our sponsor. I ha- yeah, we have played here a few times actually. Um, but yeah, so around uh, the general area, like Shinjuku, uh, Shibuya, uh, Koenji, just down the road. Yeah. There's a party we're playing there in a couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, just around Tokyo. We're hopefully going to be on tour next year, so we actually get to go Ooh, to a few more places. Tour in Japan or tour in Asia? Tour of Japan, yeah. Japan's awesome. Cool. So it was, yeah, we could get out of town because it's great scene here, but it's nice. It'll be interesting to see what other places have got as well. Cool, cool. You haven't played in Osaka yet? No, no, that's Dude, what we're going to head to. There's a lot of live houses in Osaka, yeah. especially in uh, America Muda, in the area. And Fukuoka we want to go to as well, and there's apparently loads of good music scenes really? and live houses and things there. Mm. So, yeah. So, Let's talk about your past band. So, mm. so okay. So, your past band. What kind of music were you playing? Was it rock? Was it indie rock? Um, it was like uh, it got co- it got coined uh, as progressive art rock, but it was kind of proggy, mm-hmm. arty in, in the sense that it was conceptual, but uh, it was just, it was rock basically. It was it was rock with two guitars dueling predominantly through the songs. Uh, very solid bass. Uh, Drummer, virtuosic drumming, like it was, it was a, a big kind of mix of uh, uh, time signatures and uh, what type of time signatures? Uh, we used to mix it up, so you'd have like three four to four four into five, five to four, etc. Oh, that okay, that's like it's like putting like yes into like a pop song. Yes, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, didn't they do that with Owner of a Lonely Heart? Is that yet? But yes is no for like eight minute long jams and a variety of. Well, that was their older music, yeah. their older tunes. Mm. Uh, Lost in the city. What was the name of the song? I don't know. I don't know that one. That was the song that was in a Buffalo '66. Lost in the city. No, I don't know. Really? Oh, God. All right, never mind. I should look that up. Yeah, you should. You guys are the musicians. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so all right, so you started like like kind of like an art rock band and stuff, and you start off with that, and you were in that band for like uh, seven years. Did you do a lot of touring in Europe? Um, no, we did. A, we played a lot around England, obviously, um, mm. all around the country, and then we did a couple of gigs over in, in Paris. Mm. Uh, there was a venue that flew us out there. Uh, That's cool. And we did a. It's not there anymore, sadly. It's called Le Flesh Door. It was fantastic. You said Flesh Door? Le Flesh Door. Like, the, go- like, like the Golden fleshy, Arrow. Right? The Golden Arrow, not the Flesh Door. The Flesh Door and the Golden Arrow? Dude, this sounds <laughs> like, a, like a porno trilogy. Well, it was in Paris, so. But uh, it used to be like an old railway station, and it was really good. Really mm. nice place. High ceilings? Yeah, really high ceilings. The whole bar was made of like the railway sleepers from the original place. And, mm. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Nice, cool. nice. Do you get any like uh, really interesting stories or any crazy shit happen while you're on the road and stuff in like England or Europe, like England or Paris? Um, <laughs> like, did, like 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 a bass drummer drummer died or some shit or something. Nobody died, thankfully. No? Oh, luckily. that's good. That's good. Didn't, that's good. No, none of us died. We didn't see anyone die. Um, rock and roll stories. Do you know what we? It's like we just went. Did I just put you on the spot? Well, it's not so much, but it's just like. The rock and roll story is in a kind of like a spinal tap way. It, it didn't really, it didn't really happen that way. We were just, we were kind of just very, very straightforward. Here's right. a gig. Go do the seven gig. Seven years on the road. Gig. Seven gig on the seven years on the road. Get but. hammered off of cheap whiskey. Maybe you hook up sometimes if you're lucky. You spend most of the time dirty. 
And basically. sometimes you're well on with your mates and sometimes you just want them to fuck off. It's like exactly as you imagine it. That's yeah. that's that's music life. Yeah, basically. It's yeah. not it's not it's, completely out of the ordinary, yeah, but it's yeah. I guess if you're not in a band, it does seem kind of out of ordinary, but it's uh, yeah, that's kind of the way. Mm. Mm. Most of the that, it's like yeah. Backpacking, but with guitars. Yeah, yeah. a lot of driving. A lot of, yeah, a lot of what? <laughs> a lot of driving. Driving. A lot of, a lot of fucking iPod mix mixes and arguments about directions. So sure. Rock and roll, man. Yeah. So oh, rock and roll. Cool. Fucking. Cool. Cool. <laughs> getting your underwear all dirty from sitting in the same seat for nine hours. That's it. Sweating your bollocks off. Yeah. Sweaty yeah. balls. Ingrown yeah. hairs in your ass. Yeah. Sucks. Bob. It's kind so, of cool though. <laughs> Sounds like the life for me is like the life of a pirate, basically. Yeah. Minus all the work, right? Yeah. Oh, and the killing and looting and all that shit. Like planks or sharks. Right. Oh, man. So, like, you broke up with your band to come to Japan to start a band. Because usually people, like, come to Japan to, like, leave their life. But you came to Japan to, like, start a life. Start it again. Yeah. So the band, the, the band, uh, you know, after seven years of plugging at it and then uh, getting so far and then it not working out and the kind of momentum died, then it was like, time to move on it felt and uh the idea of starting again in in england just kind of didn't really appeal to me because it's uh yeah I mean, they're only known for the beatles yeah right more of the same <laughs> the rolling stones <laughs> so i went and and disappeared <laughs> off to bulgaria for a year and a half lived there and then uh thought if i'm going to start a band again i want to do it in a place that's completely new and i want to i thought well, tokyo would be an interesting place to try it mm. um and i always thought what it would be like to be a, a British band in such a foreign place and that's weirdly how it worked out because the other members of the band that I met in Tokyo were all from England anyway so we ended up being that's so Wait, common that British band. so common but he tells you that he's English he's told everybody he's Canadian who? Luke he's, he's not he's Canadian from, yeah he's from Toronto dude I've known him for years no he's not he's from totally, yeah, he's Toronto like, he's like wait you need a guitar player oh of course I'm from England <laughs> He's just pretending the whole time. Dude, he skipped the fucking interview. I'm going to bust his balls. <laughs> I'm going to go snowboarding. No, I'm, just, I'm only fucking around. He is right snowboarding right he now. He is yeah, snowboarding. That's, that's what they call here. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, we're all from England, but then we all met in Tokyo. Uh, <laughs> and we just started. I just wanted to be in a band again, so we just kind of met up. We're like, oh, he plays bass and synths. This guy plays drums. Let's meet up and see what happens. And uh, I had lo- fuck loads of ideas that I hadn't used from the previous band and, and I wanted to just and songs I'd written on my own on the acoustic and I just thought we gave it a shot Luke had some ideas too so we put it all together and then it started to work out and then we kind of start writing more and it's getting really interesting now I'm really enjoying it maybe you're in, a, you're in a band you've been in many bands and stuff yes. how is it like for you guys to like organise getting in a band like I used to DJ and that was like so easy it's just like oh records turntables done but it's like a lot to be of in a band, it yeah. It takes a lot of work and you gotta find the right guys. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, that's a good schedules, point. Schedules, uh, music that matches up, mm. and or people finding people that are really into it. Because a lot of people want to become famous when they play music. Like they want to be like, I want to be the motherfucker in they the They have jet. that vision of yeah. And right. then when they don't get it by the time they're 32, they're gonna be like, Well, it's time to become an electrician. Bye. Right. Mm. But I've always seen, like, I don't mind having a job and doing music. So if you can find people who are genuinely into it, and, like, people with music degrees, they'll be in bands, uh, playing with pros, people who, like, teach, you know, uh, teach guitar, right, or teach drums or something like that, they'll be into bands. But 
after a while you lose a lot of that sort of high school camaraderie mm. right like it's like when you're when you're young and starting a band you can be like we're gonna make rock and roll music woo but when you're, so you're like your 30s and you start making new bands it's I like got my neighbor it's like okay guys. well we need to organize <laughs> a up. schedule we need to hook up the times you need to learn these songs i need to learn these songs we have to find fucking shitty shows to play and then suck at them for years mm. and then i'm only right now these days starting to feel like i'm doing like anything good and like I'm 35, but I don't care because a lot of the times when people make music when they're 20, they have to play those 20. Like if they make a song when they're 20, they have, even when they're 65, they have to play that fucking song, even though it's from the mindset of a 20 year old. 30 years. Oh, yeah. Like Paul McCartney. Exactly. I want to so. hold your hand with my dick. I want to yeah. hold your hand. Does he still want to hold hands? No, he with his I think dick, basically. I think he's gone up. Oh, That's why he married a woman with no arm. <laughs> no, it was no leg. Wait, was it no arm? Didn't one of his wives have no arm? Oh, it was arm? no leg. No leg. No leg, yeah. All right, well, it's close. So you can still hold a hand. There, there wasn't enough hot women with no arms. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that my beat, by the way? Yeah, that's yours. Excellent. Um, how about you? How often? Who are your heroes? My heroes? Um, musically, I would say bands I've always loved, like At The Drive-In. Uh, oh, At The Drive-In. Which then oh, mutated into Mars Volta with the two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was inspiration. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to fucking love metal. I used to love metal. Yeah, like who? I used to love like Tool, uh, yeah. Metallica. Yeah, me too. Um, which, Antero, which Tool album? Enema? Lateralis. Lateralis? Yeah. Okay. Which, which uh, was that's the first one I heard, so that's the one that really kind of blew me away. Me too. That first one I heard was uh, Anima or Enema or whatever you want to yeah. say it. So that one really appealed that to was me. Like a, that was diving through the treasure chest after I found Lateralis and I went mm. back through all their hands. And it changes a lot when you go backwards. It was like, oh fuck, you can see where they started. It's completely yeah. different. Yeah. When, um, they, when they start, they had Zach De La Rocco on one of their guest songs for their yeah. EP release, right? Mm. Well, it may not have guessed it on uh, Killing in the Name of. That's right, that's right. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, what's, what song was it? Uh, Killing in the Name of. Rage Against the Machine. Not Killing the Name of. Yeah, that one. Rage. Yeah, that one. What? Okay. Know Your Enemy, that's it. Know Your Enemy, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, those were heroes essentially. Yeah. Like, what about of... your teachers? Did you ever have any teachers? Um, well, like musical teachers? Yeah. No, no, not at all. You're self taught? Yeah. Just kind singing of... and, te- and playing guitar? Yeah. How, how often, how many hours a week do you put into practicing singing and playing guitar? I've never practiced, I've never thought of it as practice. I just play the guitar. So, like, when I, I, used to, I got given a guitar when I was seven and I just didn't touch it. It was just always around mm. in the house, in my room, because it was mine. But I didn't touch it. I, and then when I was 12, I went to like some uh, band workshop, which is the place to kind of throw your kids when you want to get them out of the house for a day. Right. And uh, some guy had a guitar. There was loads of guitars there. And this guy just showed me some chords and it just kind of worked. And when, it, when I learned that, I went home and I was like, oh shit, I've got the same thing. I can do it here. Mm. Power so started, chords. Yeah, just started learning. Uh, that way, from a, song, a Beatles songbook, because it's so fucking simple yes uh, and I knew the songs already so it was very easy to teach yourself because you know when you're going wrong yeah and uh, and then it was just something else I did play some PlayStation play some guitar mm-hmm. do you practice a lot in studios like do you ever like say because like, for me when I like I have different ways of practicing right like today I was watching Trailer Park Boys and as I was watching Trailer Park Boys I was practicing some scales on the guitar mm. or I was just practicing some melodies or just noodling around but then yeah. there's like Going to the studio, closing the door, turning off your iPhone, and just like focusing on 
nailing the fucking songs. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm just wondering about putting that. It's so fun, right? Yeah. I wish I could do it more, but uh, these days I don't. So depending, I used to go like some five, six hours a week, Mm. but these days, mm, less than two, I would say. In the studio. Yeah. I mean, we like in my first band, we used to rehearse three hours, uh, a rehearsal three times a week. Mm. And that was our regular. We did that for almost the, the whole six, seven years run. Uh, this band here, it's just time constraints. Tokyo's a busy fucking city. So You're it's busy, like, it is. and I'm really busy. So it, we all are. So it's like we get one rehearsal a week, two hours, three hours. Yeah. Are you serious? And, yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, live is an extension of that practice really it's like uh, but you guys are like really 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 well put together I mean your music is really mathematical and that's what like a couple of other people have said like like I had a conversation with Jude uh, from the Mutekis about I don't know about a month or two ago or something like that we had a drink at Ruby Room we were talking about your band and stuff and he's mm. like they are really really mathematical yes like like I guess that's just coming from uh, like both mine and Luke's influences really because mine was um uh, like I say, like the kind of more mathier stuff, like Tool, essentially. And mm. uh, when I was learning, because I learned to play the entire album, After Alice, and I just mm. that was like my fun thing to do in the day. I just like, I oh, got ten minutes to kill. I'll play one song, mm. and then it'll be. Uh, and I just used to do that, so I got very comfortable with switching around time signatures and stuff. And so when I write, it naturally feels like, oh yeah, maybe we could do something here there should be a stop here we can switch okay. it up there so are you basically like the mastermind you're the one who put the band together you chose Matt you chose Luke and stuff and you're like alright you're in the band you're in the band and you are the fourth Beatle <laughs> there's uh, not one of those sadly but no, no? It, it was actually it was Matt that kind of kicked it all into gear because when I moved here I just had the intention of starting a band so I was telling everybody I was like hey nice to meet you I want to start a band hey nice to meet you I want to start a band and then uh, through a mutual friend I met Luke and then so I had that conversation with him. Hey, I want to start a band, and he was like, "Yeah, so I could probably do that. You know, I play bass, I play guitar, I play synth." I was like, "Great, that's a good guy to know." And then uh, I met Matt at a party, I think, because I was telling him again. Everyone was like, "Hey, I want to start a band," and some guy said, "This guy Matt plays drums." And I spoke to him, and we exchanged email. I don't think he had a, he didn't text then. So he, 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 he I sent him an email, and then I kind of like got busy, and I kind of was still thinking about it, but uh, getting it arranged was taking time I think I wasn't replying to him very quickly uh, and so he was following up being like hey man do you still want to do this you still want to do this and thank fucking god he did because I, then I was like shit I should be fucking on this that's a good point so, to anyone out there who wants to start any project <clears throat> you, you can't expect to send one email out no. and people to respond to your passion you know yeah. you, it, it, you have the passion but it, it takes the work it actually you have to sit down and, and type out those emails and get everyone together. And if people are slow in replying, you have to follow up. Otherwise, those people are, they're going to go off and live their lives. And mm. you got to, you almost have to like en- entrap or ensnare people yeah, and, right. and like be like, listen, I know you live in your life, but look, th- we can do this and it's yeah, going to be yeah. fucking cool, man. And all it took was like us just booking a rehearsal studio and just saying, let's all meet. I don't, and, and I called Luke and said, hey, man, I found a drummer. Do you want to come and meet at this time on this day? Mm. Matt said the same thing so we ended up all meeting that was the first time they met was in the studio mm-hmm. uh, and then we just yeah just jammed out we actually had a oh, we did have a fourth Beatle actually. <laughs> had a, there was a girl. I knew it there's there was always a, girl. a fourth Beatle actually no isn't it the fifth Beatle there's always a fifth Beatle yeah. the guy, guy's name the was like beetle. Ronnie or something the fourth, like, yeah. we don't like Ronnie the fourth Entradian <laughs> yeah there was, no. this, uh, there was a girl that was in the band for a few months but oh. uh, 
uh, she had to move on. She went. She went away. Was she so, on keyboards or something? No, she was a second guitarist. I was really keen to have two oh, guitars yeah, originally, but yeah. and then it ended up just being me on the guitar and uh, Luke and Matt. But what that forced us to do is kind of learn how to fill the space really, and I had to because I when, in my old band it was two guitarists, so we used to do like dual like harmonized guitars or sure. back and forth syncopation mm-hmm. etc. And one person could do something more choral, the other person. Yeah, well, I used to imagine it like a piano. Lines. Like I was I was the left hand and she was the right hand, sure. and then we kind of write like that. Mm-hmm. But um, when I started this band and I was just <clears throat> the only guitarist, when it ended up being that way, and then I kind of had to switch the parts and I was like oh what she was doing I probably have to do that and maybe I can't do that bit now but then we learned how to fill the space in other ways and then we have the synths which I've never used in a band before and Luke's amazing at uh, knowing what to do on it which I, I look at it I'm like what the fuck how does that work but he just does who it who does the synths? Luke the bassist? He, yeah so he plays bass and synth oh okay and he's got a whole setup you guys got fucking pedals all over the place yeah it's quite a lot of pedals um, which is great so I've yeah, had to kind of from the ground up, we work out how to write songs in this format, mm. and that's taken a bit of time to kind of get more comfortable with. But now I feel like uh, it's, 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 it's well, I'm really enjoying it. It's mm. just really good to write in that way. So you're writing the songs? Yeah, well, we're <laughs> writing together. I'll kind of bring in ideas, we'll sort of develop it in the studio, or Luke will bring in an idea. Um, and what know, about we, the drummer? Because usually with like tight time signatures or time changes and things like that, that's kind of the drummer's realm in a lot of aspects. Yeah, coming from a, a drumming perspective. Well, I think um, like we started sharing sharing our influences with Matt. He had his own kind of influences for uh, his drumming previously in the bands he's had, but they've been. A, I think they were a bit more kind of straightforward rock. Um, whereas I was much more interested in kind of being a bit uh, techier, I guess, like, mm. like you said. Right. So uh, we kind of said, you know, listen to this band, listen to this band, listen to this band, tell us what you think. Is that the kind of thing you'd be all right doing? And he's like, yeah, I can do that. What so, bands did you suggest listening to? Uh, I sent him like Alt-J and Everything Everything. That was a bunch of British bands out the moment that I really admire. Like um, Alt-J? Alt-J. Mm. What's, how do you spell it? A-L-T hyphen J. Okay, sure. Um, I wasn't sure if it was like going to be J A Y, if it was J A N. Ah, yeah. It's originally because yeah. it's the the name was just the triangle, and if you press on a Mac keyboard, Alt and J, it makes the triangle. It's a bit of a convoluted name, to be honest. That's but, pretty interesting. <laughs> it's uh, a nerd name. What if yeah. they said some like bad bands? Like, what if like like what if Matt said, "Well, I really like the Cure, and I'm really really into like Sushi and the Banshees," and you're just like. You shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of this. <laughs> no, I'm like, I can work with that. Really? You're yeah. like, oh, the cure. The cure. The cure, great. <laughs> I'm the disease. <laughs> I don't get the cure. Never have. They got a couple of good songs. They, they do. Yeah. I'm not like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they're not fucking awesome and fantastic, mm. but I feel that like there's just bands that are really good that just don't hit you, you know? Wasn't it one of the like ba- Elvis Costello? Or, I can't get him. Or no, uh, The Grateful Dead. Mm. Nah. But they have fans by the fucking millions, so they're, they're hit, obviously <laughs> because hitting. Because they're all high. They're hitting on something, <laughs> though. They're hitting on something. But yeah. I just don't have, but it doesn't resonate in me. Yeah, right? totally. And I get yeah. that. I feel like there's good music in every genre, but it doesn't mean every genre has good music. I mean, like, it doesn't, doesn't have, everything is good in it. You see what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah, mean you yeah, have yeah. to like it. Yeah, exactly. It so mean you, you know that to... someone else can appreciate it. Mm. And, uh, and that's fine and that's, that's what, fine like, there's music for everybody basically yeah. and I appreciate obviously our sound isn't for everyone so uh, and our influences in the band didn't correlate exactly but I liked that I wanted to to have that um, uh, mix of, of influences to, to make it not so derivative I wanted it to be mm. a bit more 
like we're kind of pie- piecemealing the uh, the sound really. And you don't want to have influences. a whole bunch of people who agree on everything together working on projects. No, because then because then you just end up like sucking each other's dicks. Like, right, and you just going to sound great. like the band that you like all like. Right, and I don't want to do that. No, so no. Um, you got to have people getting in your face and be like, "That's not cool," you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do not like the Cure anymore, <laughs> <laughs> except for two of their songs. Yeah, yeah. just like Kevin's not that bad. <laughs> 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 so yeah it's kind of been but that's how it developed and it's it's working out it oh, feels it's working out awesome now I heard something about you guys so might good. be I love Jim Beam and Bourbon yeah Jim Beam mm. and Bourbon oh, so wait Jim Beam good. is Jim Beam and is sorry, Soda and I was working here last night and See, I cleaned out like 30 fucking ashtrays I'm 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 not You're done with ashtrays. See, see, done with ashtrays. Ashtrays. We're done with ashtrays. See, that, that's why people hate us and shit. Because fucking we make our like guests do all the work. We're like, hey, listen, man. I'm going to give you a couple of bucks. Can you go to the convenience store and get us some beers? <laughs> right. <there. laughs> Wait, but I'm the guest. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, he's wearing headphones and I'm holding a beer already. Yeah. So I can't get up. It's fine. I'm the most flexible <laughs> one in the I'm group. I'm weighted down. I'm weighted down. <laughs> We're offering you a guest internship. Hmm. <laughs> You get free oh. booze if you do it, so that's kind of an incentive. No, you right? don't. We're, there's a bill. There's a bill at the end. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like yeah, one of those definitely. hotel bills. Dude, this is on your bill, you too. You can invoice me after. Did you get yeah. the stage bill? Yeah, can we get a couple of CDs, by the way, too, and a t-shirt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes? <laughs> you heard it here. I got it Japan. Have you, have you released a CD? Verbal contract. No, we haven't. We've, no. um, uh, we are reco- we've done, we've recorded the demo, mm. so that's just kind of what we've been giving out at, at gigs. And then next year we're doing, um, well, in, in the next month or so, we're going to do a proper studio recording session, get an EP out, release that, tour it, um, and then, yeah, see what comes of that. Right on. Yeah. I'm so close to releasing. So, wait, how long you doing you digital been... or hard It's going to be digital and hard copy. Mm. Yeah. Are, wait, the digi- hard copy? Like, like what? It's CD? just pr- printed CDs, press yeah. CDs. Oh, okay. With a barcode on there. With yeah. a barcode? Yeah. I haven't released official music in a long time, but I'm pretty sure everyone's tired of listening to me like always talk about it. But yeah, uh, oh, well, you mostly bitch about it. you're like now this is happening and oh, shit. God but damn it! God, but I got the artwork; it's great. But, but you know everyone what? wants to hear like it's like some sort of magical mystery tour. It's mm. not. It's a lot of ball breaking ass fucking bullshit work and waiting on other people. Mm. That's that's well, 90%. recording a recording recording mm. and making songs and getting in bands and stuff like that. I'm tired of like this whole rock and roll myth of just like, oh, you know, we were mates and then we made hit records. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> but a lot of bands do because it appeals. Uh, Justin Bieber, like, first they did some religious music about that guy with the beard, Jesus. That guy, and then now I'm famous. The Mexican guy, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Mexican hit. Justin yeah. Bieber did like all sorts of religious songs, whatever, on YouTube, and that's how he became famous. He's like the first like YouTube megastar. Yeah, right. He got like a billion. But he's views. good, man. He, he like, can sing. He's, he's really good singing. Have you yeah. seen him do drum solos? He went a bit off the rails, but he's a he does kid. drum solos. He does badass fucking drum solos. Really? Justin, he, wait, wait, he, no. If you look up Bieber mm. drum solo, uh, uh, Paul Schaefer on the on the Tonight Show with uh, Letterman. Yeah. He's fucking in control of the entire pit band, man, with his drums. Everyone's got a secret talent. Daniel, what's his name? The guy Josh? from uh, Harry Potter. Uh, the, the, the Harry Potter. He can Sky rap. Band. He can fucking rap. Oh, okay. <laughs> he can seriously rap. It's pretty impressive. That's what he's majored in at Hogwarts. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Wait, when you say rap, is it with words or with paper? Yeah, he was... He a, can, he he can do, do really good... Art, he can do an amazing turtle. It was great around Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can rap. Mm. What does he rap about? 
He just like he, living on the streets or some shit. I don't think he wraps his own stuff though. He just can like he has that. Sigal swillers in pom with Mershires. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't rap. I'm not even gonna fake it. I've tried. <laughs> just try to make everything sound quaint with with obscure British language. Right? <laughs> Dublin's wobble fingers. <laughs> He does rap in an American accent, though, so I guess. Okay. He does? He does otherwise, it would sound fucking awful. Wait, does he start saying, like, the N-word or something? We're like, whoa, 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 Potter! Potter, 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 Potter. It's not for you. Cool it. <laughs> <laughs> you represent a movie studio. He tends to just rap literate rap. Oh, really? Yeah. There's lots of little people. We don't call them bitches. We call them... Do- I don't know. I don't know. See, see, I can't rap. I'm not even going for it. Never with a British accent. Asians. <laughs> See? That's what I'm talking about. It's funny. This is going to be like a 10 minute showdown. It's, it's like one of the tallest men the in the world, some talk. China man. No, it doesn't fucking matter. The only thing that's going to be like, that's gonna be like welcome to Gaffin in Japan. You're going to talk for five minutes. And that's all right. Thank you for tuning in, folks. We'll see you next week. Uh, oh, man. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh, that was great. My pulse is raging. Oh, yeah. All right. So, what about the future? Do you have any big plans for the future? I mean, you guys are going to go on a Japan tour, but, I mean, mm. do you have any uh, plans for, like, like Asia? Because, I mean, there's a lot of bands that are, I mean, there's a lot of venues in, like, Hong Kong, Shanghai, and stuff. Yeah, right. It's just logistics, man. It's working it all out. You know, we will, it, sadly, we all have jobs. You know, it's not a, it's not a professional career at this point. It's a, a full-time hobby, I guess you can call it. Mm. But um, it's uh, a case of... Uh, Working it out, like how do you fucking do that? We've got to work out how to book the venue over there and the infrastructure. And and yeah, the music yeah. industry is kind of it's completely changed. You know, it's all when's DIY. The last time, so you got to do. It when's the last time you saw some guy walking around with like one of those CD cases that held like two hundred of them, mm. and he had every one of them in picture perfect condition and alphabetical order? Remember, people used to do that shit. I used to do that with records, right? Yeah. And, but like, but every day, but no one does that anymore. Like, you just so the 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 format of the music industry. <laughs> iTunes does it for me. <laughs> Yeah, and then, then it gives deletes. me fucking U2 like I asked for it oh, oh my god, god. fuck Dude, you oh, U2's too. the worst it's like fucking Russian roulette when you put it on shuffle it's just you don't know what you're gonna get oh no yeah you start hearing some like really weird shit you're like wait was I really wasted did I buy some fucked up did shit did I buy you too? oh my that's god that's what everyone did when they woke up that morning they're like did I buy you two last night god support us <laughs> horrible shit to drink stop What's drinking it? this has it come to this <laughs> is this have what I, it's come to have I reached rock bottom <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. A lot of people just felt fucking old that day. They're like, yeah. oh my god, I think I just bought YouTube. My life is over. Oh god, has anybody ever bought YouTube since like, like what, 1992? Well, no, obviously not, because they have to fucking push it onto the everyone's platform. Yeah. Why did they do that? They're it's, like, yeah. we're not going to make money, but we just want you to know we're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> we're still around. We just want people to say we have it in our collection, even though they never asked for it. Mm. And you can't delete it. Yeah, I know, that's the most fucked up part, but they developed an app. That you that allows you to delete it. Oh, fucking! I love that. So you had to have shit. a third-party app to remove the fucking Fucker shit and from rights your you iPhone. Do. Oh. Find a way, motherfuckers. Mm. That's the thing. Is, it, is that app called U2FU? Yeah, probably. No, yeah, probably. It's called I mean, it FU2. Uh, FU2. Yeah. Well, that's like U2 fuck you, right? Yeah. Land barons. Bono's fucking sucking political dicks. You know? Why is Bono at like fucking president's parties? Mm. Blowjobs. That's why. That's why. It's not who you know, it's who you blow. It's who you blow. Yeah. 
Which is something I don't know about the music business. <laughs> but he just let your first lesson right there. <laughs> that's it. Get on your knees. And that's how you make it big. Wait, you guys aren't that big. You blow your yeah. way to the top. I haven't blown enough yet, so that's why we're still where we are. Yeah. Well, that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got this gig. Dude, I don't, I don't know. Like, okay. What, like, is... I'm always wondering about this. Like, what is, what is famous music these days? Justin what, Bieber. What, what, where do you get it from? Right, because you know, like I was saying, everyone had CDs, and you could change CDs, mm-hmm. and we would all watch much music, mm-hmm. even though it was very programmed. You would still all be sucking on the same tube, essentially. Mm. But these days, it's it's like it's so. What's that word for when things become decentralized? But a different word for decentralized. But static? Not static, but um, <clears throat> no. esoteric. No, no, no. Maybe esoteric, but. Uh, it's uh, not. I guess we can say decentralized, but mm. I'm thinking of a different word. You know, so no one really like. There's no CD stores, or you know, you don't really go to the CD store to get the new album by this band that well, we saw. Well, the, the video thing about on. going to like a, like a record shop was you go in and like fucking the people that worked at a record shop were people who knew about music because record no, shop yeah. owners hire people who know about music or in bands and shit. So you go in, you're like, uh, yeah, uh, I really want to listen to the Sex Pistols. I got the Sex Pistols CD or record and shit. And the guy at the fucking like counter, if he's a cool guy, be like, oh, if you like this shit, you know, I mean, these guys were influenced by this band. Mm. Or if you want to push a little bit further and stuff, like the mid later 80s, they went to DRI or GBH or like a PIL or ABCDEFG. There's a lot sure. of bands like that, right? Yeah. They were always you know? nasty cunts, but they knew what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, right. You too. Songs of Innocence. Oh my God, it's right there, isn't it? Right there. Fucking hell. Well, you're not going to play this shit. Oh, hell no. Don't, 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 don't. Hell no. But at the same time, like I love, like I love this music selection that I have. I love the fact that I can like. I was looking for um, like Caius, which is a rock and yeah, roll band associating. Yeah. yeah, they were they were Queens of the, the Stone shit, Age. Sorry, not shit. And, oh, okay, um, Stone Age is good. But then I found yeah. on uh, like uh, iTunes recommended to me a band called Soul Divider, mm. which is apparently Caius mixed with Fugazi. Right. Fugazi? They, yeah, they got they got together and made an album. Wow. And it's it's badass. Whoa, waiting room. Well, actually. Waiting room's like the only good song from Fugazi. Like that's what you'd expect them to do. If you do it later. Yeah, right. I feel like drinking. A Queensy sound with some techie shit in there, basically. Yeah, Stoner Rock, Fu Manchu, and Caius. Mm. So that's oh, cool, man. But the fact Fu is, Manchu is that was, I think that's racist. Again. You would have to go to a CD store and have some guy know about the fact that Caius and Fu Manchu, and then you'd have to wait for two weeks, and then it would come, and then you would have to take it home and I don't know, clean your mm. CD player. But so the fact that all of a sudden, like Soul Dividers on my fucking phone, that's awesome. That's amazing. But I don't know how to like share it with people. I guess um, it's. A lot of stuff is uh, is the recommends and and a lot there's so many apps that do that for you now and I guess everyone's connected on the with their phones and you know things like Hype Machine and I, I had Hype Machine for a while it was great I'd just stick on a genre and just listen to whatever came up and that mm. and that's kind of based on what people are liking already so you kind of get a feel for what's yeah. popular and I'd, I'd hear stuff I've never heard before and then realise that that's actually been out there for you know that that's something that's really uh, picking up steam and for me that was just a random listen. I like that. That discovery element is is so much bigger now. Yeah. Um, You know what else is really cool? This album called Cambodian Psych Out. 
No, no, no. There, in, it, like after Vietnam, the Vietnam War. Ah, mm, you told me about right, this. Right, all yeah, of yeah. those, all those uh, vets, all the American GIs and shit. They left all their weird records behind, uh-huh. and the Cambodians picked it up, and they made it like Cambodian psychedelic. It's fucking awesome. It's got to be. No one's gonna complain if we play it. It's like indie music. Yeah, with no pretension. Right, I love that cross pollination. That's great. And it's all in Cambodian language, <laughs> so you don't. But they're singing songs, you know. But yeah. it's done by like these Cambodian nobodies. <laughs> it's pretty it's, sweet. Yeah. Oh, like. So that's really cool. That's fucking awesome. How mm. would you ever know about that? Like, you would never go to a CD store, and the guy who is obsessed with the cure be like, "Yo, man, the cure is fucking awesome." But have you ever heard Cambodian psych out? <laughs> no, but, no, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly what they say. Dude, you never, you'd be surprised, man. Depending on the city, man. Yeah. Well, depending on the city, that's the thing. If you're in the middle of Ohio, no, your well, your odds are going down. Your odds are definitely going down. <laughs> your odds are going down. Yeah, but if you're in Portland, Portland, probably in Portland right now. Portland, Portland, Portland are, right? maybe Seattle, mm. San Francisco, definitely not. Not these days. That place is then so I can tech. get Japanese jazz. Download some Philip Glass. And then download like um, the Molotov Brass Orchestra. You know, which is like this percussive British like brass unit. You know, it sounds like Beirut. It's a bit like Beirut. Mm. <clears throat> it's tighter though, like this. An old brass. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a with, horse track. With drums. That sounds kind of Balkan. It is very Balkan. Yeah. <laughs> I got beat. Right. So I'm, I'm basically my own music channel. Mm. But I don't like. But it's but it's really only for me. So it's like we're, we're curating our own playlists. Well, that's it. It's all playlists. Like albums are great. I, I'm still digging a full album. But there's also uh, just being able to stick on a selection, not radio. Just cut all the chatter. Just song, 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 song. Yes. And I like I like to do that. And the way I discover music now as well, I'll generally just go on to like a website that I uh, respect. And there's a site called Drowned in Sound. Plug I'll, it. I'll go on there. Well, we'll take it. Drowned in Sound. It's a British, British website. Uh, and I go on it's, it's basically the British Pitchfork and um, so you go on there I just go on the records and I just click through and uh, have a quick sort of scan read you know see what the rating was <laughs> a bit fickle like that and then uh, and then if it sounds like something I might like I'll just find it on uh, on YouTube or whatever mm. YouTube apparently is now the way to discover music that's the most searched platform for I agree. music so. and people share links yeah so that's what we got to get going on. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about sharing. I kind of like the vibe right now in terms of um, discovering new stuff because it also mm. it kind of depends on who you know. Um, yes. But also what your own uh, diamorphous is that a word? Diamorphous. That's how it feels. It doesn't feel like it's like one avenue. It feels like it's like this three-dimensional sort of amalgus of various. Uh, yeah linking from one thing to another in a yeah. three-dimensional environment like mm. hopping or on stones like three 3d chess or something like that and also the fact that like before it was all down to the record labels the record label was the middleman between mm. the artist and the consumer and that was the way you got your music and radio was the way you discovered it and that was it and then now it's just 
you can get music in in any way. It feels like mm. you know, yeah. um, you can. The most <laughs> unknown band could be shared from someone uh, that you know and you like it, and suddenly you're a fan of a band that you would never have heard of in, in a million that's years. That's true. Yeah. So basically, if a band produces good music, they're definitely going to get caught well, one way or another. Thing, yeah, or if picked you get, up. Yeah. I mean, I still. I mean, they could be a small band in the middle middle of nowhere, like uh, Ohio or even Tokyo. You know. So, like, I mean, if you put on some, like, really good music, you're putting on, like, really good, like, uh, let's say, like, videos, or not even videos, just concerts and shit, people are videotaping that shit, the audio is getting picked up, like, well enough for people to enjoy it and stuff like that, yeah. that can reach, like, millions of people, potentially billions. Yeah. So, I mean, with, and it's the all... The internet! It's down to the band, though, essentially. If you uh, have the gumption, to have the, the drive, I feel, to uh, expand outside of the, the scene you're in, then the, the internet allows you to do that. But you need to make a viral music video for your music video. Yes, essentially. Oh. Well, and and, and uh, just just create. You're just going to constantly create. So now, like, for example, yes. in our band, we obviously write songs, we perform gigs. We also have a YouTube channel. We make videos about our life here, about the gigs yeah. we do. Plug it, plug it, oh, really? plug it. See what it is now. Yeah, we got, uh, it's, called, uh, it's youtube.com forward slash Entrada Tokyo. So if I said you were a, a musician and a YouTuber, that would be okay? Essentially, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what be we accurate. become because you, we wanted that extra element to, to reach out to people and, and uh, Does connect. It do well? and Does it do well? It's, it's getting interested? there. It's building yeah. up. You know, yeah. We've got like 100 subscribers. I mean, that's not... Crazy, but it's a hundred people that wouldn't have heard us otherwise. No, so. yes. I think like a hundred people is great. It's a really good start. It's better than like saying like, "Dude, my mom is my biggest fan." Seriously, she <laughs> loves Got Fit in Japan. She tunes in every week, and uh, yeah, she's the only one that does. There's it. some people I'm really, I'm really surprised that they have like millions of subscribers. Like sometimes I see like a really hot blonde woman who wears push-up bras mm. and opens up gifts. For people, and then puts the gifts onto her boobies. And that's for her some, channel. For some reason, she has millions of subscribers. I Strange wonder that. why. <laughs> I saw a meme today that was literally like uh, genius. <laughs> I'm a, I have simple really taste. If I see boobs, I click like. Yeah, that's basically it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Never gets old. Yeah. Uh, tits. Yeah. We love the titties. Boobs. Oh man. So, all right. Is there anything else you want to plug before we take a break? Uh, so, I need, dude, I need to get more beers and shit. These are all fucking fun. Uh, we have uh, so the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we have our SoundCloud. We have uh, so it's, it's all Entrada so, Tokyo. Audio, audio, audio. So if you uh, type in Entrada Tokyo into Google, you're just going to come up with a big list of, of our stuff. So we've got the the SoundCloud, the YouTube, the Facebook, the Twitter. Uh, and uh, if you add on to any of those things, you can keep up with what we're doing, and they all kind of link into each other. So, okay. yeah, a lot of our a lot of our listeners right now are completely faded. They're fading with us and shit. So you better spell Entrada very slowly. Okay, so Entrada, E N T R A D A. What is Entrada? One more mean? time, because some of our listeners Entrada. are really dumb. So yeah, E N T R. A D A, and then add the word Tokyo, which we've done for all of our social media, and then you get the band you know, but um the, what it means is uh literally in spanish it means entrance and so we often get tagged on pictures of doors on our facebook page but um or porno is that an entrance i guess if you look at it like an entrance entrance to the put porno. it right in my entrada bitch <laughs> entrada por favor yeah. señor Señor. So that's one. Bonita señorita. Muy bueno. Muy that's bueno. one take of it. That's one take on you. That's your one entrance. take of it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we just destroyed your band. I just suddenly <laughs> had images I wasn't expecting. Anyway, uh, me too. The <laughs> yeah, me three. Other meaning in English uh, of Entrada is a journey into an unknown land. It's kind of pretentious, really. So we basically 
the name is our lives. We all moved to Tokyo and started life here, so it's kind of the journey into an unknown land. Awesome, that's pretty cool. Wicked. Well, we hope your journey continues and goes on for a very long time. We definitely hope your journey uh, from this podcast and other podcasts and things that you're doing online basically makes you go global. Hopefully, like in the next year or two, you'll be all over the world and stuff. Starting with Asia, moving forward to Europe again, and then to the Americas and then South America, where they got billions and billions of people at all the concerts. We've all seen those uh, Iron Maiden documentaries. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to say it is crazy. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, Maddie B, you want to plug our show? Which one's that? Matt, this Godfather Japan? Well, well, that's the only one we do oh. together. Oh, right. That's the <laughs> God damn it. I get nowhere Check us out tonight. on Podbean. Check us out on iTunes. Give us a five star rating. Tell your friends. Tell people you think who are dumber than you about our show because likely smarter people won't listen to it. So the dumber the person, the more you can recommend it to them. And and they're There's not going to... a lot gonna, more dumb people than smart not, people they're in the not, world. Because smart people know words like microaggressions and trigger words. You, you, you don't want to be introducing this show to smart people. You want to be introducing this show to people who don't have access to such vocabulary. We like to focus on the lethargic. Uh, and every, anyone can click five stars on iTunes. Anyone can download this from any number of sources, okay? So we know some of our listeners have a somewhat uh, high degree of intelligence, but if you try to get us in the world of academia, it's probably, you're, you're probably going to lose your job. Yeah, yeah, don't tell your boss. <laughs> don't tell your boss, but definitely tell your neighbor. Tell your Peters, neighbor. Thank you very much for tuning in. Once again, yes, definitely do give us a five-star review. We love that stuff. And uh, spread the word, spread the word, spread the word. We'll definitely be here next week. But we're definitely going to be here again in about two minutes your time, 30 minutes our time for the top five. And the top five might actually be a top seven or top eight because there's so many goddamn great stories here. Breaking format. Oh, man, we are breaking all the rules. We make the rules just to break them and to get fair. <laughs> So, faders, fade on, and we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Peace. Peace. When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, ale ales, pilsners. It's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, 
If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Don't forget, we have our Star Wars stationery giveaway with chopsticks, Stormtrooper chopsticks, Star Wars notebooks, pencil cases, cases this, cute-ass Japanese Star Wars shit fucking flying all the way all around. It's free. How to get it? Easy. Text us a message, well, text. Send us a message via Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag GFJ. Star Wars. Free. Welcome back, faders, to the second half of Got Fit in Japan, and I'm Johnny. Matty B. Elliot. <laughs> just, just in case you forgot. <laughs> this is like a fossilized uh, error. Not an error, but we, just, we do it anyway, so even though it doesn't really need to be done, we just do it. Anybody's out of, out been, of habit. People know now. I know. Well, they've been listening to this show for like at least like an hour and ten minutes, so if they don't know who we are right now, I mean, they're fucking faded. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, faders, as you fine folks know, what we're going to do is the top five. The top five are the five biggest, most fucked up stories happening here in Japan, and we fucking love them. So we're going to start off with number five and cool our way down to a sweet number one, possibly more. Number five, Manny B. All right, well, we're going to be a little seasonal, considering it's Christmas and all. Jingle bells, Batman, Robin, Blue, a tranny. Strawberries. We got. We got to say uh, transsexual, gender specific. I know. Is that what we say now. We, we get certain trains that well, listen to the show. The lyrics of that song are inherently discriminatory, and uh, mm-hmm. we can't whitewash history here. All right. Can't. Strawberries for Christmas cakes stolen in Tochi. Mm-hmm. Someone stole the strawberries. Those poor they, they orphan kids. Stole berries. <laughs> Stoolberries? <laughs> Stoolberries, you say? To- Tochigi. Police. That's a news story, so someone stole... This was on December 22nd, uh-huh. so it's before Christmas, but it's in the spirit of the season. Mm-hmm. All right, whether you're trans or cisgender. If you're post or pre-op. Oh, we don't care. Nah. Police in Kanuma, Tochigi Prefecture said Monday they are investigating a series of strawberry thefts on Sunday morning. The strawberries were about to be shipped to bakeries for use in Christmas cakes. According to police, at around 7 a.m. on Sunday, a strawberry farmer found that his vinyl greenhouse was torn up and his Tochiotome, which is Tochigi's signature strawberry brand, had been stolen. Also, other farms in the area reported similar thefts. Police said that a total of 25 kilograms of strawberries were stolen, worth about 60,000 yen. This is outrageous! That is crazy. Do you think it's North Korea? I bet you anything is North Korea. They're like, no, what we're going to do, we're going to steal the strawberries and kill their Christmas. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the farmers who didn't give money to the temple 
during Obon season. Well, all these monks like like put on their ninja suits and in the middle of the night they went out and stole the strawberries with strawberry shortcake as a leader. Yeah. I drink your strawberries. Right? Or blood. I don't know. I don't know what monks do. Well, you mash them up it might look like blood. 25, they could. 25 kilograms 25 of strawberries kilos. is worth $600. Are you serious? That, that they, strawberries in Japan are oh. unbelievably delicious. They are so good. You cannot believe how good they They're are. So good, you want to steal them? Yes. <laughs> These will go great in my there cereal. There is a strawberry black market in is the mountains. Is someone just really enjoying strawberries? That's not what it is now. And then you go to the bakery and you're like, "Why is this Christmas cake so cheap <laughs> mm, compared to the other prices?" There's you one know? store that has strawberries on everything. everything. You're like, oh, wait a minute! They're That's... giving them away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of heat on this strawberry <laughs> cake shop. Uh-huh. If you want to find the crime, follow the strawberries. That's how you're gonna do. Well, there's like a trail. <laughs> there's like trail, like the little green things on the top. Uh, uh, there's there's lots of seeds. <laughs> follow yeah. the seeds. They're leading to Kabuki Cho, boys. Yeah. There's some guy. He's like, I'm the renegade baker. Someone just loves strawberries. He's in a bath of them right now. By any means, I bake. <laughs> I thought we could smoke them. Uh, <laughs> story number four. Here we go. All right. This story is nothing to laugh at. Comedian arrested on suspicion of stealing schoolgirl uniforms. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah, I know. This is outrageous. Yeah, it's weird. When I say uniform, there's actually an S. When there's an S, there should be a capital S for how many motherfucking <laughs> uniforms is pervert stolen. And then how like a series of S's and then like a, some like small S's and then like an H because the person got confused when they were typing. <laughs> what was his excuse when he found them? He's a comedian. Did he say that it was maybe part of his set? Like, you know, no, if he said that, you probably would have gotten off the hook. Here we go. <laughs> Police arrested a popular comedian set in suspicion of stealing dozens of schoolgirls' uniforms from a Tokyo high school located near Maddie Beach. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, what's the name? Right, there's Ken- schoolgirls near where I live. There's schoolgirls everywhere. Kenichi Takahashi, 44 years old, from the comedy Jewel, Kings of Comedy. I think that was ripped off. From like an American comedy. Kings of Comedy. King King of Comedy was arrested. Oh no, was quoted by police as saying that he had committed similar thefts over 20 years to fulfill his sexual desires. I would hate to be his lawyer. Police have confiscated about... I would about, hate to be his schoolgirl uniform. Oh my god. Mm. No, no, but get this. Police have confiscated over 70 large plastic bags containing uniforms. 70. Now, Japanese apartments are pretty fucking small. This guy was <laughs> sleeping in a fucking apartment full a of plastic bags. Basically, the whole apartment became school uniforms. Large bags yeah. are usually 40 liters in size. Like, mm. they contain 40 liters of 40 to 75 70, is a large yeah. time. Yeah. 75 liters. So that must have been a lot of... That, I'm assuming of these are a one-use yeah. uniform. Whatever he's doing to them, he has a one-use for them, and, and then they have to dis- be discarded. Odds are they're perfectly folded. Yeah. You think so? Allowing for more he's space. He's a comedian. Comedians are fucking lazy. He's probably just throwing, rubbing it, rolling them up in ball. Then again, he's got 70 bags. No he's matter what, there's a lot. Time. There's a lot of them. Anyway, containing uniforms and other items from the suspect's home in Tokyo. Takahashi allegedly broke into a high school in the capital's 
Sent a guy award on April 25th and took 24 items, including girls' blazers and skirts, according to police. A security camera captured an image of a man in a truck. He had a fucking truck. A man <laughs> a in a truck. A truck. He's like, I need more of these. 70s <laughs> is not enough. <laughs> I love that line, though. A man in a, a truck. A man in a truck with girls' uniforms were stolen from a high school in Tokyo War in December. Police later found the truck belonging to Takahashi. Listen, if you're gonna commit a crime, never use your fucking uh, like car or truck and shit, which we'll like later like uh, learn about in another story. Yeah, like Iranians. Yeah, a Some security Iranians. camera. Oh, I already read that. The King of Comedy Duel, which uh, Horiyuki Kono is the other member, won an annual national comedy skit performance contest of the King of Comedy in 2010. That's a nice sentence. Yeah, it is. Not Some bad. of these are a mouthful. <laughs> After Takahashi's arrest, his management office and Takahashi and the duel will refrain from appearing on TV programs during the New Year's holidays. God damn it, dude. I would love it if he just showed up in a school's uniform and he's like, I only did it to practice. <laughs> I only did it to practice. And I'm Mr. Big. You can only imagine that what he's doing with the school uniforms must be so fucking good that he has to commit crime and he knows he's committing crime to do mm. it. But he's like, it's worth it because what I'm doing with these uniforms is so good. It's so like, worth it when, just, I, when I rub it on my nipples. <laughs> he's addicted to school uniforms where one is not enough. You'd imagine if you have a, if you have a school uniform fetish, mm-hmm. you get one and then that's your fetish. Yes. But his addiction was stealing many. 70 bags. 70 garbage bags. Dude, that will fill up this fucking room right here. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. This room is not that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll definitely fill it. Dude, he probably just got this door and he just comes in and just like circulates through the. He's like swimming through uniforms and panties and shit. Basically. Because you know he's got to have panties. There's crazy and then there's 70 bags of uniforms crazy. I mean, that's. Maybe he's a genius because a lot of these comedian geniuses are fucking whack. But anyway, that's story number four. Yeah. Well, that's fucking motivation right there. If he only stuck to comedy. So here we go, number three. Here Instead of oh, sticking his face into a bunch of uniforms. Uh, victim of. Uh, this is a jolly story. Victim of street attack in Nagoya identified as Iranian. A 27 year old Iranian man has been identified as the victim of a pre dawn street assault Sunday in central Nagoya, in which he was stabbed and bashed by several Persian speaking men before dying of blood loss in hospital. Wait a minute, let's rephrase that. Dying of blood loss. In hospital. I thought hospitals had blood. That's the point, I thought. Well, so did knife wounds. No, they don't have knife wounds in the hospital. Six hours later. So he was in there for six hours. Yeah, they're like, he's running out of blood. But don't give him any Japanese blood. (laughs) Just wait. Our problems will be solved. (laughs) He'll fix himself. He'll be all right. Uh, We've got Iranian blood coming in from... (laughs) Who here has Iranian blood knife training? So he illegally Uh, entered Japan. Uh, the police yeah. added that as no reference to his name can be found in immigration records police su- suspect based on collected evidence that the violent attack is related to drug smuggling so he obviously crossed the wrong guy he got stabbed up the hospital wouldn't help him and then he died yeah and do you blame the people that beat him up and taught him a lesson for like maybe ratting or some shit or stealing money or do you fucking blame like the fucking like uh, what you call it the, the, the doctors for not giving him blood. Well, it depends what the guys that beat him up thought. They thought, well, we'll stab him, but he'll be fine in hospital. Yeah, well, yeah. they realized yeah. that that Don't killed him. Care. Then they're like, God damn it, now we're going to beat him up. <laughs> what? What's his name, maybe? Oh, I thought you said Iraqis. I was like, they're not no, Iraqis. No, Rakish. Oh, Rakish. I thought oh, you I said his Iraqis. Name. His name was uh, Anami Shamad Milad. Oh, I was way off. You were way off. 
Oh, yeah. man. I, I blame the they hospital They called him Rakesh for short. Sure. Sure. They called him Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> oh, dude, we got another Rocky coming in. Uh, oh, man, though. What do you do, though? What do you do? Illegally, you have no fucking paperwork history. You're brought in, and you don't have, like, your uh, government form for, like, paper shit to the hospital place. Oh, shit. You didn't have insurance. That's why they didn't fucking, like, zip them up. Uh, probably. Well, they or did they... zip them up at the end. Well, they zipped them oh, up that right? way. I mean, that they zipped them from head to toe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I blame the doctors. There's another There's another point in this story, which is... Uh, so, they found a black pouch containing 40 unused syringes. Uh, it was found in the grass nearby. Uh, and the footage, uh, CCT footage... Maybe CCTV he had diabetes. Show, yeah, well, carries <laughs> 40 syringes around with him. <laughs> I need blood and my medication. Oh. Have you guys heard uh, that on one of the television channels, uh, some video surveillance footage was turned into the police uh, by somebody, a Japanese resident, who mm-hmm. filmed it from afar? And you could like hear like the metal bats beating him. And then... Dog. Whoa, yeah, and then you could see the pouch being thrown away, and then they so two cars pulled over. The guy was like this: the guy who got murdered was driving, and then one car pulled up and one guy, one car rear-ended him, and another car pulled up in front of him. Yeah, and then they That's murdered mafia. the guy. That's mafia. And then the guys got out. And they escaped in a different escape vehicle. Yeah, yeah. There's three vehicle, four yeah. vehicles. Yeah, the getaway vehicle displaying a license plate of neighboring Mie Prefecture has been found within Nagoya. All three cars used by the attackers have apparently been repeatedly resold without being registered by new owners. So there's some kind of stodgy yeah, system going on. Yeah, it's pretty underground shit, man. I don't know what they were expecting though. I don't know why these Iranians are carrying out like Yakuza-style executions from the 1970s, like. Especially, I don't know, what, what are they hoping to accomplish for 40 syringes, but they, they throw the syringes away. Well, These they, guys are fucking amateurs. It's a, really, uh, it's a really sad story, but there must be a moral, and I think the moral is, don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't, no, no, no. The, or, the, don't no, carry no. 40 syringes around in, in the Goya. Place. Or, no, don't, don't be an illegal immigrant in a place like Japan. You're going to get fucked. It's mm, not an There's a lot place. of illegal immigrants in every country, though. Japan makes it very hard to be an illegal, illegal immigrant. From yeah, seriously. It but, makes it really easy in California, but mm. it's not that easy in Japan. No, because you get carded every five minutes. I get carded all the time. Oh, really? I've only been carded once. No. You don't to... ride a bicycle then. I get carded about once yeah. a month. I used to ride bikes all the time. I never got carded. I never get fucking carded. But... I never get carded. Maddie doesn't good. get carded. I don't know. Maybe you're doing something in, right. Blends in very well. <laughs> Yeah, shit. I got carded in Shinjuku Station just walking through. Oh, dude, fucking like Jude from the Metekis gets carded all the time in Shinjuku. Mm. Like right by his house. He's like, I live right there. Yeah. Uh, give me your card, but I live right there. That's my home. Yeah. Mm. He's got no, all that stress. No, man. The cops, uh, I don't know. You just. You've got an adorable line. little face <laughs> that the cops just love. <laughs> Uh, moving on. I'll okay. take it. You'll take it. Somebody likes my face. Somebody, Somebody likes my fucking face. Fucking finally. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So that was three. Okay, Maddie, you got two. Oh, two? Two. Number two, coming right up. Couple get life in prison for strangling woman in car. I hope so. The Utsunomiya, Utsunomiya has like a bit of roughness to it. The Utsunomiya District Court in Tochigi, we're back to Tochigi, Tochigi. Uh, Prefecture on Friday, sentenced a 42-year-old man and his 26-year-old girlfriend to life in prison for the murder of a 21-year-old woman in May. So this is a bit older. So, But the sentencing just occurred. Uh, the 
Court heard that Manami Hirasawa was reported missing in April. Her body was discovered in the backyard of a private residence in uh, Mooka City, Tochigi Prefecture. On uh, May 22nd, police arrested Yasuhiro Ishikaz- uh, sorry, Ishi- Ishizaki and his female acquaintance, Maya Tezura, after they were observed on bank surveillance camera footage using an ATM to withdraw money from Hirasawa's account. Ishizaki admitted to strangling Hirasawa to death inside of his car before burying her body on April 5th. Damn. Police searched the backyard of Ishizaki's parents' home after he admitted to burying Hirasawa's body there. The couple were initially charged with stealing 8 million yen or $80,000 from Hirasawa's bank account. Mm. <coughs> they all met each other online. So it was a financial crime. Gone. It was a Bonnie and Clyde-esque. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they weren't doing their conversion rates right. You yeah. know, I just saw this American movie. They got $80 million out of this one motherfucker. No one noticed a thing. We can get 80 million, million yen, yen <laughs> off of uh, our neighbor over there. 80 million yen! Sounds like a lot of money. Well, 80 million pesos does too. Yeah, sure. I'm sure it Remember does. Lira? Remember Lira? That bullshit? Have you ever been to Indonesia? No. Oh you become God. a millionaire just going like with a boy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't want to hear... No, I do want to hear your stories of going over there. What are you guys talking about? You guys are looking at me and winking and shit like, you could become a millionaire. <laughs> well, of course, man. You but you can buy a kind of Coke. That's about it. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's all they got there? Yeah. Oh, we're going at Pepsi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're a third world country. What do you expect? You're a millionaire here, though. You can buy something. You said a can of Coke, but I heard a pound of Coke. A pound of like, Coke. What? <laughs> what? Jesus, what the That's fuck? What... Oh, can. Can uh, of Coke. Okay, moving on to our story number one. Now, there's many things that you should not do on a train. Smoking, talking loud, talking on your cell phones, fighting. Um, Making eye contact. Making eye contact. Putting your shoes on the chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeping. Things that you, well, you know, sleeping's okay. Everybody sleeps. Puking on the train is okay if you do it in between the cars and shit. It seems to be fine, yeah. It seems to be fine. I once saw a guy pee on the platform during Bonenkai season. Oh, I've seen a guy pee at a station. When I said sleeping, I meant lying across the seats, which I've seen many times. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Check out our Facebook page. If you go to our Facebook page, one of our faders, like, uh, uploaded, well, he sent us, like, like 40 images of people, like, passed on his stations and shit. They're classic. That was so cool. That was awesome. That was amazing. Okay, well, one of the things that you do not do on a train is uh, molest a girl's uh, middle parts. Mm. And, uh, middle yeah, parts. don't do that. Middle her parts. Stomach? Don't do that. Yep, no, no, no. I was talking about her Adam's apple. Okay, here we go. A drunk government employee allegedly gropes woman on train, then molest her rescuer as well. So, like, basically, this guy is an out-of-control pervert, dude. His hands are, like, basically, they call him the octopussy because his arms are going, his eight tentacle arms is going towards the pussy. Here we the go. The drunk to pussy. The drunk to pussy. Various Japanese news outlets are reporting that sometime after 10 p.m. on December 16th, a drunk salaryman, a.k.a. government employee, began inappropriately pressing himself against porno music Maddie B., Pressing himself against a woman and fondling her thighs on a train running between Ikebukuro Station on the Cebu Ikebukuro Line, aka Pervert Line. To make matters worse, with a second woman stepped in to intervene, he also began touching her the lower half of her body, aka the pusher. 
The two women were fortunately able to work together to fend him off and call for backup. The man was arrested upon exiting the train. Uh, the perpetrator has been identified as a man in his 60s. Way too old to be fondling 20-year-old girls who have black belts and defending perverts. They're defending off, fending off perverts. <clears throat> who I don't is think you're ever too old to fondle a younger woman as long as she's into it. Then, <laughs> then it's not fondling, is it? You, know, fondling. No, you can fondle as long as it's consensual. Then it's called cuddling. No, it's consensual fondling. <laughs> you heard it here, Faders from Maddie B. <laughs> okay, okay. Once again, the perpetrator has been identified as a man in his 60s who is employed by the Japanese Ministry of International Affairs. Could you raise like, I'm just getting ready for my trip to the Philippines. <laughs> uh, International Affairs and Communications, he is currently denying the charges against him by saying that he didn't bless anyone. Uh, stick to the story. <laughs> he didn't molest anyone? He's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> just, I didn't do it. That's his defense. I didn't do it. His whole like, defense. The girl's like, I've got bruises all over my clitoris area. <laughs> they didn't do it. Clit bruise? Oh, man. The ministry has uh, commented that they are currently investigating the details of the incident. Of course, they're, they're like, he didn't do it, but they got fingerprints Listen, all over her boobies. Takeshi, I know this would normally be for you, but I'm going to take this one. <laughs> I'm going to investigate the bruising. But <laughs> it wasn't him. <laughs> well, gentlemen, what do you have to say about that? He's a grade A dickhead is what he is. Well, I think dickhead is a little bit too light. I like to say queef chunk. Queef chunk. He's a queef, queef chunk, chunk, yes. I don't know, or like a cock bubble. Why didn't anyone bubble? ask uh, what were these women wearing, you know? What do you mean? Well, were they wearing short skirts? Does that matter? Dude, it's Tokyo. Everybody wears a short skirt. Dude, half the time I feel like I'm wearing a short skirt. Does that mean I should get a (laughs) lot? Maybe they were acting provocatively. Maybe they're trying to ensnare him. You're not serious at all, Maddie B. It's the whiskey talking. (laughs) No, it's it's a conspiracy against the government. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these these women-trained ladies are operating in duos to scam drunk men into leading them into touching them and then interfering and then claiming assault uh thereby uh you know leading to extortion will settle out of court etc etc well now that you that say like that a very uh cynical view i wouldn't say what i would say it's quite a common and heinous crime listen yes. women are not the, the dainty little creatures they used to be. All right, it's 2015. This is they, not the 70s. They operate. They operate as connivingly as men do. All right, they're allowed to. This type of speculation should be enforced. So you think, like, in like, order to <coughs> admit that equality exists, that's what I'd wager. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> well, well, then, what if, what if there's, it's like a fucking group, of like a group of like, you know, a I mean, like, consortium like or a consortium. I don't know. Am I, am I, right? am I digging my own grave right? by saying all this shit? I probably. <laughs> Dude, listen, you're on the podcast, anyways. Yeah, true. I've already it's, dug that grave. So know, the so, gypsies were totally fucked over over time. Does that mean they don't operate in circles and pickpocketing circles? They, they do. I don't think they were. Not gypsies. all of them. Some of them do. Same thing with women. Women can be gypsies too. <laughs> I think a lot of gypsies are women. So you're saying you're saying these two girls like are gypsies looking for... is a racist terminology. We should be calling them Roma. 
I thought gypsies was okay. Did they get the no, bells? And, no, wait, Roma, Roma. Wait, are they gypterians? It's like calling we apologize them Indians. To all the gypterians. It's like it's like calling the people Indians. You have to call them Native Americans. Oh, I hate all this PC shit, dude. That means I gotta memorize more vocabulary that fucking doesn't even make yeah, sense man. half the way. And yeah. then fucking half the time, and then fucking like over like it's time the, and it's, shit. This is the this is the trouble of being a white man, memorizing new vocabulary <laughs> as times change. That's why I try to keep the whiskey away from him. <laughs> <laughs> Once he's on his second bottle, it's just all downhill. That's why I said no. He's like, want some whiskey? I was like, dude, I know what happens to me when I drink whiskey. I get fucking belligerent and shit. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not hey, going to go there. You, yeah, I, I, I see this, this trend of uh, women <laughs> scamming men on the trains as, as Well, actually, no, but women do scam. Not, not all of them. Of course, not all of them. But every so often, I'm sure there is a girl that says, like, this guy touched my coochie or some shit. And some guy gets fucking busted and shit like that. Yeah. And fucking, like, he's just an innocent person that did nothing and shit. Yeah. Maybe this, maybe there's a point. I don't know. Like, if there's two girls that are fighting this guy's off. There should be a lot of fucking witnesses stepping forward being like, yeah, dude, this guy's fucked up. I'm sure, like, dude, this is Tokyo. And this is fucking rush hour. There's not only two girls on a train and shit, dude. There's fucking, like, 20, what, 20,000 or some shit. I don't yeah, know. Maybe not lot. that many, but a lot. I'm not saying that this guy is innocent. I'm yeah, not maybe this guy's completely guilty. guilty. No. Oh, shit, we're losing the battery. Okay, before we go, I'm just, I'm just putting forth potential allegations without any clear backing up of anything whatsoever. All yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to say not everyone's innocent on paper. Nobody's innocent. Innocent. Nobody's innocent. Right? Run, run, run. You can't, you can't get behind me on this, can you? I can't. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, me too. I'm definitely giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm just providing a potential 0.1% chance of uh, a consortium of, uh, 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 of women who yeah. are out there. Too. Elliot, thank you very much for tuning in and thank you very much for being here. Um, yeah, we've got about five seconds left for the video. We're going to continue with the audio. So if you're watching the video, definitely go down to the audio. Go to iTunes, Stitcher, and all that shit. And fucking watch the rest of, or listen to the rest of Guy Fitted Japan, episode uh, 286, 88, 86? 88. 88. Uh, the name of your band is? Entrada. Entrada, awesome. This is evident by the t-shirt he's wearing. By the t-shirt. Are you selling those t-shirts? I am selling t-shirts. It's the only clean thing I had today. So yeah, this is uh, So that's unavailable. the last thing you wear today? Like, you're like, oh, god damn it. Now I gotta go to my sleeping clothes? <laughs> it looks like, yeah, right. <laughs> Everything's looks, in the wash. <laughs> looks like I planned it, but no, this is all I had today. But um, yeah, you can buy these. So please do. Awesome, where can they buy them? Uh, you can come to our gigs and buy them there. <laughs> buy them. Come to Japan, and you should come to Japan. And if you do buy them... If you really want one, you can uh, email us, and then we'll, we'll sort out. Awesome. So just Google Entrada Japan, and you will definitely find Entrada music video... Music videos? Uh, yeah, in the future, in uh, definitely music, uh, the Facebook and stuff. Definitely get to Japan. Google us if you're watching us and stuff. Check out all our other stuff. We're all over the internet and stuff. We do have shirts for sale. We got mugs for sale. We got we got all sorts of shit for sale. Uh, Star Wars, you're gonna give that up? Oh uh, yeah, we've decided on the Star Wars winners, um, but we're still figuring out. Oh the... no! Oh, we well, just lost. If you're video. listening God to us, uh, that was good enough for you. I'll decide that we'll, shit. We'll, <laughs> we'll 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 get it done, folks. The, the the final figures have been announced. The final people have been announced, but we're still figuring out the the short short list. So uh, you should be notified uh, either through our Facebook messaging system or through um, next week's podcast. But we'll make an announcement, and we're sending them out soon. Yeah, awesome. thank you, thank you everyone for sending in your reasons. Yeah, totally cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even though most of it was just drunken gibberish. 
We appreciate the drunken gibberish. <laughs> totally. I love reading the drunken gibberish. I love getting messages from you motherfuckers, by the way. It's so much fun. When I wake up in the morning, it's just like, oh, 11 new messages. I'm like, oh, what are these people saying? Where are they coming from? Oh, oh. From I, all over the world, I actually. love that randomness, man. Yeah, and everything is, everyone's cool. That's the thing. No one has ever, like... Fuck you, I hate you, everyone. Like, literally. We actually weeded all those people on before you joined the show. Well, thanks. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no more death threats, by the way. Thank but God. But no, no, the messages are really fun. I love reading the messages. All right. And, and speaking of reading, we do have one more story. Oh. And this is the encore story because we are so awesome to have Elliot here. And Elliot's awesome, too. Because we are all fucking faded. And you should be faded, too, unless you're driving. If you're driving, pull the fuck over and just fade at a fucking bar and throw your keys in the fucking lake. Mm. This one is a bit of a, a, a warning, really. If you'd like to... Uh, if you're feeling a bit tired and you feel like you're going to have a coffee, then... Oh, is it a happy story? We love happy this. stories. Warning. Basically, Japanese media reported on Monday that a man in his 20s who had consumed a lot of caffeinated drinks over a long period of time, not specified, uh, died due to caffeine poisoning. So according to Fukuoka University, the man was working during the night and regularly took caffeine in beverage... Am I reading the wrong story? You're reading the wrong story. I'm reading the wrong story. But that's, this one called out to me because I've been drinking a lot of fucking monster. Yeah, you're, and... you're hooked on the monster. Yeah, yeah so are. I'm wondering, is, is this going to end in, a, in, a, in me dying? Because well, apparently taking... caffeine has a long-term effect that he's I didn't drinking... realize. What yeah. did you want to do, John? You, you this did... one right here. Man arrested for slashing. This is the samurai sword one. Huh? Oh, sword? Yeah, he had a fucking samurai sword. He's fucking like slashing people on the street and shit, yeah, including his mother and cops. This no, guy's in a fucking up. rampage, like a fucking Grand Theft Auto. This guy just overdosed on caffeine. He was like popping caffeine pills and drinking like Monster. All right. Well, the the, the caffeine one, just take that as a warning. That was a little heads up. Yeah. Uh, the man arrested... Uh, this warning is the actual maybe story. yourself. Possibly, yeah, because I'm, I'm scanning through you're, the story you're, now. You're wondering how he fucking about mixing it with whiskey. Oh, wait, he had stuff. caffeine powder... He was fucking chugging caffeine powder. Of course that's going to fuck you up. Yeah. Uh, well, well, then it's obviously all right to stick with the monster whiskey. Mix. Yeah, the monster's fine. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> in, ja- in Japan, they, they sell it in very small quantities. You don't yeah. get like the 800 milliliter. That's worrying. Anyway, so man arrested over... Uh, sorry, after... After slashing uh, mother... His own? I'm not sure. It doesn't really His own mother, yeah. Slashing mother? Don't slash mother. Well, she took Madam. away his Nintendo. And that's probably what happened. Yeah, that's what yeah. happens. That's Don't take away his Nintendo. <clears throat> Man arrested after slashing mother. Two police officers with sword. That's a, a, also an awesome sentence. So police in Yamato... Kanagawa Prefecture on Monday morning arrested a man who wounded three people, including two police officers, with a katana, which is a Japanese sword, for those who don't know. Yeah, Leonardo. Uh, at a residence. Ninja Turtles. Yes, true. So right, ninja. They entered the residence and he had a sword. So around 8.30pm on Sunday, an 81-year-old woman fled to her acquaintance's residence in Yamato City's Rinkan district to help, sorry, to ask for help, saying her son was trying to kill her. Fuji TV reported, the friend called 110, that's the number if you ever in Japan in trouble. Uh, when police officers arrived at the scene, Hajime Akutso, the unemployed 54-year-old son of the woman, cut two officers in their forehead and shoulder with the katana. His mother also suffered wounds. How close do you want to get to this guy? He's holding a fucking sword. I wouldn't walk up to him, to be honest. Dude, I would shoot him in his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would shoot him with that guy. brains out. Yeah, that's why these cops are fucking... Dude, getting hit in the head... Now, it says, like, they got injured in the head with a fucking... Like, a ninja sword, right? Now, that sounds very light, but you gotta think. This guy is fucking whacking these guys with a razor-sharp fucking ninja sword. So, yeah, they receive fucking wounds on their head. But you gotta think, dude. A wo- getting hit in the head with a fucking samurai sword... 
You are fucked up. That guy's got his head split down in the fucking middle and shit, just like a fucking garbage pail kid, dude. On the guy's shoulder? Shoulder could be even neck and shit, dude. That guy's fucking jugulars fucking spraying around like a fucking 14-year-old cock in puberty. Blood's going all over the place. But all three in a stable condition, so it's okay. But uh, after that... (laughs) (laughs) It could be terrible, though. It really could. It could be a horrible... Maybe it is. Who knows? So after after the... stable 14-year-old penis and his jugular. That's right. <laughs> I was speaking of my own penis. <laughs> After that, uh, at Akuto uh, barricaded himself in the residence for five hours, but at around 2 a.m. on Monday, uh, police broke in and arrested. They were waiting a long time to break in. They, <laughs> but police broke in and arrested this. He's dangerous. <laughs> they just were Run. discussing what to do and they decided breaking in was the best course of action. I would say that's the first course of action. Uh, Let's give him some time. They were spraying his house with x-ray beams to see where he was and what kind of shit he had. What he was doing. <laughs> He's got ninja stars too. Mm. So police said Akutsu had been seeing a doctor off and on for the past 20 years but did not specify for what treatment. I would hesitate and say that it possibly wasn't a doctor. It might have been a samurai sword master that he was training with for the past oh. 20 years. and Who's technically called a doctor. He's technically called the doctor. That's his uh, underground name. Yeah. Dr. Shredder? Dr. Samurai. Dr. Splinter? Dr. Katana. And he was training for his final battle against his mother. That's basically what it was. Son, you are now ready to take on your mother. Oh, man. Well, he took on his mother and he fucking lost because she was able to get away. And then he fucking like battled two cops. And they're able to... This master for 20 years is a pretty shitty master. You know what, it is? You know what it is? It's he goes up against the main boss... And as soon as you're about to fight the main boss, two of the minor main bosses come, the uh. police. And, uh. and so you got to get through them, and they're going to injure you, and they're going to break you down to below 50% health. And then you got to face the main boss, who's at 100% health, with more abilities than you, <laughs> so with 50% health. This is nothing health. like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> How am I supposed to win? This is more like Final Fantasy II. Dude, he's living with his mom, dude. Or Dragon and he's like, How old is he? He's like 50, right? How do you fuck up with the samurai sword, though? Surely there's one move, and it's... Did he obviously maybe, maybe didn't he had it backwards? He had it backwards, so he's hitting people like not the sharp just side, blunting but the, it. <clears throat> yeah, the blunt side. He's like, it's not fucking working. <laughs> maybe it just hadn't been sharpened in thirty years. Yeah, or twenty, 20 years. years. Yeah, that's right. Because it was. It, yeah, he's he, been hitting rocks for twenty years, <laughs> training, and just forgot to sharpen it at the end. <laughs> God damn it! I knew I forgot to do yeah. something. I got my ninja gi all fucking it's pressed. The world's coolest butter knife. A pretty much butter knife could be dangerous. Hmm. It's a very long butter knife. You got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. With the butter so. shortage, it's creating all these weird demands. Well, how much time do you think this guy's going to get? I think it's attempted murder on three people. You think he's going to get like Two police officers. He's going to get a fucking long time. Like, like seven quapas. years? Yeah. Quapas. He's definitely going to get at least seven years. <laughs> Bad luck. You never know, man. Fucking, <laughs> I'm surprised dude, he didn't get his brains fucking blown out. I can't believe he didn't get shot. These cops have these guns like, ah, don't shoot him, don't shoot him. He was Let's barricaded just... in his own house for five hours, and they broke in. So that was obviously a viable option. At he was the probably end. eating a bologna sandwich. Some, somebody must have gone. Okay, that's enough time. Let's just go in. <laughs> Let's just give him five hours, and Let's not a in. minimal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the limit. <laughs> five, we can't wait anymore. It's, it's lunchtime <laughs> four, now. Four yeah. hours fifty-five. I gotta be out of here by seven. Let's just go in. Let's just go. <laughs> I'm gonna make my I gotta buy Miss to go to. <laughs> 
Oh man, that's pretty fucked up. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I can't believe they didn't just shoot him in the head. They're waiting for him to fucking kill himself. They're like, why hasn't he done it yet? Oh fuck it, we have to go in and get him now. Ah, uh, this guy obviously has no pride. <laughs> yeah, there's the... no honor with this ninja. Yeah. I thought they had oh a samurai ninja. Different. Oh yeah, he could have gone into the seppuku room. Se- yeah, that's yeah, what they're the waiting for. Places, houses used to have like specific or some some. There were rooms that were designed for places to commit Tatami, seppuku. Yeah. No, but the way that tatami is designed, right? So if you have like a, blood. a 4.5 tatami mat room, the way you put the 0.5 tatami mat affects the purpose of the room. So if it, if the 0.5 tatami mat is like in the middle of the room, it creates that like Buddhist Nazi symbol. Oh, and yeah. that's where you'd commit seppuku. So that's why a lot of like the, the 0.5 tatami mats are placed in somewhere else instead of the middle. Apparently, I could be, I could be wrong. I could be reversing it, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, so maybe maybe they expected him to go there. He's got a sword. Maybe he <laughs> they get the X-ray s- or vision or something. Come on, guy, move to a little to the left, a little yeah. to the left. Maybe now he's not gonna. You're right. Seppuku. It is a bologna sandwich. Could you imagine having a seppuku room? Yeah, if you need to commit seppuku, it's Dude, uh, we come right second upstairs. door on the left. About? Uh, yeah, you know. I'll take you to there either. Uh, just lay down some <laughs> towels first. Uh, don't yeah. worry about your intestines. We've I've got, got some got guests over right now. I'm afraid they're sleeping in the seppuku room. They're gonna, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> That's right. Come. By guests, you mean bodies, I right? Like Airbnb'd it a month ago. I'm like, it's gone, it's gone yeah. now. Yeah. I, I still can't believe they didn't shoot him. All cops have those little guns, right? How, uh, what, what caliber? They're like, what? Are they 32 or 22 caliber? They literally have the old style, like... Uh, the six-shooter? Pea shooters, yeah. right? That's all you like, need. <laughs> That's all you need. In Japan, get, yeah. In Japan? In Japan, yeah. It's like basically like intimidation. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, hey, 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 hey. If I had the key, I could take this out and shoot you in the head. So you better be careful. Because I'll call somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows the chief who's got the key. And they'll track it back to you and your family, and then you'll be on the fucking podcasts. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you do have a samurai sword or a ninja sword, do not do this. Send it to us. <laughs> don't send it to me. <laughs> send it to man. If you don't send it to me, it's Send it to idea. us, yeah. We don't want uh, any, yeah. Send it all your swords to us as a oh, form of support. Don't send it to me. That'd be awesome, you. yeah. I want, send it, send I want swords in the fucking mail. That's what I want. Mm. For Christmas. Oh, faders. Thank you very much for tuning in, faders. And Elliot, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much. It's in the mail for Christmas. Christmas is already, I guess, next Christmas. Okay, next Christmas. That'll be the song. That'll be the next song in Japan. (laughs) Last Christmas, I gave you a sword, but the very next day, you committed seppuku. 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 Oh, it's just like rush to Christmas. I gave you my photo, but the vein for Christmas <laughs> is a truckload of samurai swords. Uh, oh God! Well, I guess a truckload of samurai swords is a lot better than a truckload of like a school uniforms. Depends on the day. Oh, are dude. you drunk on a Wednesday? Or are you drinking coffee on a Thursday? I don't know, man. But the last thing I want is a school uniform, dude. Me too. I don't like that. It doesn't turn Dude, they're either. fucking stinky. You got a bunch of junior high school kids going through like puberty. They're all stinking and shit. They don't know how to use fucking deodorant and Obviously, shit. You're like, ugh. Do you know how fucking rancid right? his fucking apartment must have smelled? That must have been. His neighbor's supposed to be like, I bet there's dead bodies in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Would he actually clean them? I imagine he would have cleaned them. What did he take? Well, where could he clean them? He takes them to like like the, the, the fucking like what? The, the laundrette. Uh, the laundry, the, the laundry man. He's like, oh uh, he yeah, opened his own 20. laundrette. I've adopted another kid from China. I gotta get it. <laughs> he opened his own laundrette. He's he's laundering his own uniforms. <laughs> I've got all this. So well, he does uniform need a job. laundering 
system. Right? Yeah. He doesn't, there's no accountability. That's it. They're yeah. clean. You think yeah. it's a tax rate up Register, too? this one is a suit. <laughs> this one's, yeah. This is a tax write off. I'm doing we it for will, taxes. We will launder the uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe we had a truck. <laughs> Come on. Dude, there's no fucking reason for anybody in Tokyo to have a truck. There's no reason unless you're stealing a fucking 70 bags worth of fucking school uniforms. What if you're delivering goods to the supermarket? Well, then you don't live in Tokyo. You live in the countryside. You're oh, like a farmer or some uh, shit. Yeah, Unless by goods you mean uniforms. Oh, well, have a <laughs> hey guys, I got a, I got a new stash. <laughs> I got Saitama and Kanagawa. There's like an app for it. <laughs> Uni appu, yeah. uniform app. <laughs> oh man, it's like Uber for school uniform perverts. Oh god, dude, that's fucked up. Then again, I mean, they used he was to be running a ring. There the, the, the used to be a ring. You used to be able to buy fucking, like, whatchamacallit, like, uh, used panties and shit from vending, vending machines. machines in, uh, yeah. But once the internet got... We talked about this. Once the internet got big and started publicizing that shit all over the fucking, like, internet, fucking, like, the government cracked down on all that shit. So now all these fucking... There vending- was, like, one uniform vending machine! <laughs> it does, re- does not reflect <laughs> reality. Stop saying that bullshit. Not you, but everyone else on the internet. We can say it, but yeah. you can't! Yeah. Well, they, they, they had those... Doesn't exist! Shit. And they, yeah. and so now all those fucking like, panty machines are all gone and shit. I mean, still... No, the one panty vending machine is gone. It was like one vending machine. I'm sure there is more than one. Nah, it was like, like one. And, no, there's nah. got to be like fucking it's like when you... What's up, faders? It was about this point in time in the show when Maddie B and I had a huge conversation which lasted... Well over 40 minutes, and the topic of the conversation was whether vending machines had used panties in them or not. Now, we found evidence of them, of images on the internet, and um, but the thing is, Maddie and I both have never purchased panties, nor used panties, nor any form of underwear from a vending machine, so we could not prove if it actually existed or if it didn't exist. Elliot had absolutely nothing to comment on this part of the conversation. <laughs> In fact, he was pretty shocked uh, that uh, we had a, that long of a conversation about used panties and vending machines. But hey, that's what happens when I got fit in Japan. We ramble, we rant, we fade, and we talk about the news, and sometimes the news is pretty fucked up, and that's why we love it. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to Got Fit in Japan. I will give you some uh, highlights from the conversation after I sign off. But definitely go to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Check out Entrada. Google Entrada. They have a website. They have a Facebook page. They got their music videos and stuff online. They are an amazing band. I really like them. And Fading with Elliot was a great time. And actually, after the show, we faded for about, I think, three or four more hours at the bar and shit. And fucking, if you come to Tokyo, fade at the bar with us at one of our sponsors, Gamuso or Mitsuya, both comfortably located in Asakaya. Tokyo. All right, faders, thank you for fading, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Google doesn't know shit. You can buy panties, but they're designed to look used. These look pretty fucking used. Look at that, dude. Look at that, dude. Dude. What's that? There, there are panning machines. There, there are panning machines. There, 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 there are, are panning machines, but they're not used. Well, they say super used, though. <laughs> super used! No, 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 no. Is that an expert? That's... I don't know, man. If it says it's used panties and it shows girls wearing panties and shit, like a bunch of girls and shit, I'm gonna assume that they're used. Used. 
Google doesn't know shit. Google doesn't know shit. 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 Google doesn't know. Used. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.